Oh. <laughs> I know how the internet works. Internet boyfriends. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Internet Boyfriends. I am Joey, and with me, as always, is the Frylock to my meat wad, Ryan Kloss. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh wait, Frylock. Okay, that's fine. I was I thinking. I was thinking. Thing. I was thinking. Shake for some reason. Like, come on, no. that's not true. No. And neither of us you, are Shake. You're definitely more meat wad than Shake. You haven't been my Shake in maybe ten years. <laughs> There was, a time, there was a time where I was shake. There was a time where you were very much the shake to my meat wad. How? How so? There were moments. There, there were, there, I, think, I think it was mostly because you had, like, okay, when you're, when you're younger and someone's like, so you're talking like a 17-year-old and you're 21, sure. that gap is fucking huge. Yeah, but I, what did I make you do that was horrible? Like, okay, yeah, you didn't, no, you didn't really, like, I shake's, it shakes an asshole who uses yeah. meat for personal gain, like, I don't think, I... no, there, there were definitely moments where you said and did things to kind of, like, get me going, like, oh, you that's were possible. antagonizing, that's possible, yeah. I still am sometimes, yeah, you know, you still are sometimes, no, but the gap is smaller now, yeah, yeah, because, like, the stuff that you know is, like, you're a little bit, like, in life, you're more experienced than I am, there's no doubt about that. In some but, ways, yes. In some ways, yes. But there's still... It, it's very rare nowadays you can get one over on me. Yeah. I usually have a pretty good handle on things. Usually. Usually. So... Yeah, yeah any, any antagonism is not like trying to pull one over on you. That's for sure. It's yeah. just like, come on, what the fuck are you talking about kind of antagonism? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I actually... Uh, so we didn't really plan this episode, so I just brought a problem with me today. Okay. Because I wanted to antagonize you. Oh, okay. I'm fine with that. I have a problem. Uh, it's not related to grinding my teeth, as we've talked about. I feel I feel like that's going to become a recurring thing because it's become a recurring thing in my life now. Sure, uh, it's causing me a lot of pain. I was in excruciating pain yesterday, and I'm a little better today. I'm okay today. It's good. Yeah, thank you. B- because I'm stressing out about things, and I'm not doing the sheet, and um, not being mindful, and I'm not following the damn list. Like I said, uh, so yeah, I the the teeth grinding though inspired this okay. question which is the okay the problem really you you have to you have to go undergo undergo painful surgery mm-hmm. you go to your doctor doctor says you got painful surgery you got to go now and they bring you to the hospital right away because you have um bonitis which uh we all know is fatal that's my only regret is that i had bonitis yeah exactly exactly if you will, that's one of the very very few future round references i'll get I was I was hoping I could sneak that one on the radar, and everyone listening would laugh and chuckle, and you would just let no. Nope. Sorry, that's what I get. No, no, it's fair. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad. So you're wheeled into the operating room, and you're given a choice. You can either be given anesthesia that numbs the pain, but leaves you awake for what will be a horrible, horrible eight hour procedure. You will probably have nightmares because you're just you just have to lay there paralyzed on the table, can't move, sure. totally anesthetized, can't move. Or you get no pain relief, but you get a pill that wipes your memory of the surgery once the surgery is completed. Hmm. How long is the surgery? Let's say eight hours. Oh, fuck. Um, I think I would probably go... I don't. I think after a little while I'd become used to people probing in my insides, and I'd be okay with it, with the no oh, pain no, no. thing. This is a nightmare procedure. Yeah, but, this is a nightmare procedure. But, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even a nightmare procedure, after eight hours, at a certain point, you'd be like, this is just my life now. At least not feeling pain. 
Like this, and you might accept it. Like I, I under, like I understand the dilemma for some people, and I understand. Like I'm, I'm not entirely sold. Like I'm not like this must be the way, but like I'm leaning towards the painkillers because knowing myself, I feel like after even a couple hours, I'd be like, all right, I'm just gonna deal with this now, and like there's these sure he's dangling my junk in front of my face because he has to reattach it or something, but like this is this is life <laughs> because you have bonus. <laughs> Because I have, like, I, my, sure, my legs are above my head in the opposite direction because they, my, my, my limbs bent in the opposite way they should have. But, like, because I regret not, but I regret nothing aside from the bonitis. But, like. <laughs> well, you have to, you have no regrets because your bonitis is being cured. Sure. But, like, I'm just saying, like, I feel like you habituize. Like, you, you get used to things. That's what humans do. And so, like, yes, I feel you like now have to, you have to carry that memory with you. Yeah, but like, I feel like it's six hours of like apathy after two hours of like, oh, this is kind of creepy and weird. I don't like this. And like, at a certain point, you get over your fear. And like, for me, it would be some sort of eye surgery where I was awake and my eyes are open. Like, I have not got LASIK because like I saw the how it's made LASIK, where they slice a lid off your eye and flip it open and then go and then slap it back over. Yeah, but you don't feel it. No, but like I don't like like I don't like things near my eyes. I would never use contacts. Like I don't like no. It gives me the, wow. I never it gives that. me the heebie-jeebies. It's the huh. it's the highest on the heebie-jeebie scale. But like so, 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 so for me, it would be some an eight-hour eight eye surgery. Even then, for me, I think after a little while, I'd be like, all right, I like. Why, why am I gonna keep freaking out about this? I got another seven hours to go. I might as well just accept this is my life now. And get on with it, as opposed to feeling horrible pain for eight hours, even if I forget it. Like, long, like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, long term, you're going to forget it entirely. So it's just eight hours of shit. But, like, I feel like I'd be okay with it after seven, eight hours of, like, being conscious. At some point, I get over this nightmare state because it becomes just what's going on. So I think I'd be okay with it. Quick question: Who's better at handling pain, you or Michelle? I don't know. I'm not bad at like I know less the 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 thing with guys are terrible at handling pain. Like they get sick and like oh, I can't live. But like I'm pretty resilient and can handle pain pretty well. Like I was thinking more of Kurt Russell in Death Proof when he's like he's like ah, he starts crying and he pours the the alcohol over his arm. I haven't seen Death Proof in a long time. Oh man! And, and that didn't, clearly doesn't resonate me with in me as well as as other, as you. So like, I don't remember that specifically. Um, I I remember it enough that I'd never seen like Kurt Russell blubbering before, and that was something where I was like, "Wow, like that's that's intense." <laughs> but like, I just I don't know. Like, I feel like I would habituate. Like, I'd be like habitualize. Like, all right, this is this is what life is now. Like, I I I think I think I think by the end of it. I would be. I don't think I'd have PTSD or anything. I, I think I'd be okay. I think. I don't know. You think? I think. Okay. I mean, the thing. I don't. I, this is a would you, like this is a would you rather situation. Like I don't. I don't know for sure. I mean, objectively, long term, the uh, presumably efficient and functional and foolproof memory wipe you're talking about. Yes. Will be long term a better thing, but I, maybe ultimately, like, oh, I wish I remembered that experience that happened to me. But like, I don't know. It's essentially the same as being knocked out unconscious. Just you experienced it for eight hours, then it's gone. So, like, long term, that's not a bad thing, I guess. The reason the question is asked is because it's a fight 
that behavioral economists have with, I don't know, people. Um, if, like, who are you, essentially, is the, is the question, really, what this boils down to. Okay. If, are, are, you, are you your remembering self, or are you your experiencing self? Because if you're your experiencing self, then absolutely take the fucking anesthesia because you don't want to be in pain. Yeah, you have to lay there or whatever, but in the moment, you'll be less. The, I mean, you, know, you're, you are your remembering self, objectively. Like, once, what are you? once, once it's in the past, you are be, like most of the 100% of your life is in the past or 99.9 <laughs> infinite, right? Like, it's percent life is yeah. in the past. So, like, you're that much you, the ratio of experiencing life to remembering life is a hugely disparate ratio yes as such in my mind that's why i'm like i'm okay with the memory thing, but my, but I, it's, this is the body modification shit i'm like i'm like i don't want implants i don't want cyborg shit that's that's my mo- main thing of not wanting this pill to make me forget it's because like, you don't you don't want to modify who you are yeah and and i think really assuming this pill is perfect it won't yeah, it'll be the same as me being unconscious the entire time, ultimately. But the 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 knowing that I erased a bit of my memory might bug me more than the experiencing it once I habitualized to the but, fact but you, that I was doing but, the surgery. But you do though. What you experience is not always who you are. You might not remember things. Of you course. might not remember things that could that could really affect who you might be or who you are. Like that's why like you people like. Yeah, but it's still it's still a remembering self. Like it's still in there somewhere. Like it's not like it's not a current experiencing thing. It's still a something that happened that you may not know how it's affecting you. Yeah, but memory's not perfect either. No, of course it's not. But still, the, you still rely on that imperfect memory or imperfect subconscious mental changes. That like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the, the, I don't know either, and that's why I wanted to talk to you about this, because, and I'm, I'm fucking super glad you're running with it, because you came to the conclusion that I did, which is the majority of who I am, as you said, like 99.999 infinity, you know, so on and so forth. With a line over it. Yeah, with a line over it. If that's, if that's who you are, and you're mostly your remembering self, then why, like... A good chunk of my life feels like I've my two. I have two islands, uh, two two inside out islands. I love love this fucking metaphor. It's such a great visual metaphor. Inside out was a really great source of metaphor. Yeah. Uh, so I have I have these two islands, and one of them is uh, spirituality island, where I learn about Zen Buddhism and 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 Buddhism in general, and religion and and everything else that I've studied and and learned about to try to find ways to cope with things. Mm-hmm meditation mindfulness all that kind of stuff and then i have the other part which is uh, behavioral economics island which says that you know really you should take the fucking pill because you should take the pill because you are you should be an e is what they call it is an econ if anyone's interested in this you want to learn more about econs go uh richard thaler has i believe it's richard thaler that has a, has a good book that he just came out with called uh misbehaving uh, there's another, uh, there's a couple, uh, Freakonomics podcasts about it. Basically just search for econs and like podcasts. You'll probably find a ton of fucking shit about what econs are. Essentially econs are rational beings. It's the basis of economics. In economics, we assume everyone is rational. Because enough and, people are that it works. 
Yeah, well, no. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's just, it's just like saying the way that Thaler describes it in his book is when you drop an apple, what happens? Uh, you want me to answer it? It falls? Yeah, it falls. Yeah. And, and, and the same way, when you say something about in, in economics, you can say what happens when uh, price goes down, demand goes up, because that's the rational thing. And you can look at those two things and basically say, like, yeah, those are true. Essentially, they are true. Because uh, when you drop an apple, it falls. That's what physics is based on. And if a price goes down, demand goes up. That's what well, economics is based on. And that's, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Although the apple falls to a point, too. And the apple falls to a point, too. So it, like, that's, not a, that's not an explanation of gravity, and that's not an explanation of how price works mm-hmm. uh, or how demand works or, or, or anything, how it works, really, or how supply and demand works. It, it's, all, it, it's all very simple, and it's all very based on the idea that we see a thing, we observe it, and we basically simplify it, and that's what econs are. Econs are very simplified, rational, uh, imaginary beings, and we're not econs. Uh, econs are almost entirely, or are, are are entirely remembering self. My my issue, I think, is that I've seen so much movies, so many movies, and so much, just so much media in general, where mind wiping has gone wrong. Okay, that, that I think I'm like, I'd be okay with the experiencing it or the not experiencing it, moving out of my life more so than the potential horror show of this erased memory coming back to haunt me. See, it's, it's, yeah, it's really funny that the, 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 the situation is proposed as the surgery being the horror show, and you're like, no, 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 I've seen Total Recall. I know, I know what the I haven't even seen Total Recall. Is. Really? I've never seen Total Recall. What's the movie that, that about wipe memories? Well, then? just, uh, I mean, just sorted. I mean, not even just like okay. uh, Eternal Sunshine, but like, yeah. there's, there's lots of that. It's, it's a trope. Like, it comes up regularly. Yes. And I'm, from what I know of Total Recall, that is the, like, er trope. Like, it's the one that, like, does it all it's but, the one that i refer back to yeah, yeah. but like it's I, I still haven't seen it so i can't really refer to either one not the remake either but uh i don't know one I day i haven't seen the remake either yeah one day i'll get to it it's like i just saw memento for the first time recently it took me a while huh you missed you miss stuff and then you're like i'll get to it eventually and you get to it eventually like it's i don't know it's all good i'll get to totally well, that's, recall that's one day. the that is the benefit and downside of being a nerd is that you will get to it eventually because it's a part of being a nerd is going around and like, if you're a movie nerd, you're going to watch, you know, all the, you're going to watch the third man. You're going to watch, you know, the, the, I still haven't seen the third man either. Uh, the, the issue is if you're okay with it or not, like lots of nerds are not okay with it. They have that compulsion and I have a fair amount of that compulsion, but I'm, I'm okay oh, with that too. compulsion. Like I've, I've amended that a little bit. Like, I've, and that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the other side of it is it's not only just the compulsion, but it's also when you say to someone like, well, I've never seen uh, Chinatown. And their response is like, "You're worse than Roman." Well, that, that's why I've stopped doing that because I've, I've seen, I have seen Chinatown. It's a great movie, um, but uh, yeah, like I, I've stopped being like, "Oh, you haven't seen this?" Like, well, I haven't seen all sorts. Like, I've seen a lot of movies that are like the movies you need to see. Like, I spent. Do you think a, it's something that changes with age? I don't. I mean, yes, in that you stop giving a shit about other people not fitting in a box as much as when you get older. I think. No, 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 no. Just a simple thing of like, I, I notice as I get older, I kind of, when I interact with younger people, I'm like, oh, you haven't seen this? And they go like, yeah, well, of course I fucking haven't. I'm 18. And it's like, oh, right. Yeah. You don't, you barely exist. Well, like, I, 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 there's a friend of a friend of mine that's like, she was born in 1989. And I'm, I'm, I, I make fun of her for being so young often, but she's seen Monty Python and she knows who Meatloaf is. Like, it's not like, 
she's a cultural wasteland, but I I don't know if she's the exception or not, but I just assume she hasn't seen shit that's touchstones for me, especially stuff that's older than I am. Despite Monty Python was done and gone, like, Graham Chapman was dead before I was born, I think. Let me just double check that. No, I mean, you do know I was born in 84, right? I know you my were. Sister, my sister was born in 89. Graham Chapman was definitely, no, Graham Chapman was di- died in 89, I'm totally off. But like, 89, really? Alright, uh, so, yeah. so I, I can't believe Holy uh, Hollywood Bowl was in the 90s. Um, no, what am I saying? Hollywood Bowl, Graham Chapman was in that. Anyway, uh, uh, sorry, guys, it's hot. Um, but anyway, like, people, people have, like, John Lennon died shortly after I was born. Like, I've heard the Beatles. And really, Monty Python are the Beatles of comedy, essentially. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're the Beatles yeah, of comedy. And so I, sh- I shouldn't be shocked. What I'm saying is I shouldn't be shocked that people born in 89 have seen stuff from before they were born. Because I have also seen lots of stuff from before I was born. And that's not a weird thing. It's just, uh, maybe it is, I don't know. But, like, it's something that people I like do is watch stuff that existed before they did. And people like, and so I appreciate people who do that. And maybe that's an uncommon thing. I don't know. And this is totally different from your surgery thing. But I'm just talking about this person who's like bored 89 that I I judged horribly, like harshly. I still jokingly do for not having seen this shit. But like, she did see this shit. And that's good for her. You realize what you're talking about is so unbelievably weird because it's related to one specific moment in time. Essentially, what you're talking about is the 80s. Basically, the 70s, 80s, and 90s is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because someone living in that time period, you could say to somebody, hey, do you like Jackie Gleason? And they'd go, who the fuck is Jackie Gleason? You go, who the fuck is Jackie Gleason? He's yep. the king of television. And, and I would still go, then, I mean, I, I, anyone my age, if they don't know who Jackie Gleason was, I would berate them. Still, I think. And But here's the thing. Now 89, I wouldn't. But like, it's uh, he's past the point of like relevance beyond history nerds at this point. Jackie Gleason's moved beyond that. Nowadays, if you say, hey, do you know who Jackie Gleason is? It's very possible that a younger person knows who Jackie Gleason is, as I do, because my grandparents or because of, you know, whom, like whoever said the thing. And I went to YouTube and I watched some Jackie Gleason clips or like really like I think you really, really underestimate as someone gets older. And as they start to really, like, uh, all right, fuck it, let's pivot. Let's have a t- entirely do, different episode. We do get it, like, I, I've definitely yeah. become more interested in the history of things as I got older. Uh, for sure. Comics, yeah. movies, music, all those things I've become more interested in. And, and, and that might be why Michelle works with people who are in their 20s and don't know who Barbara Streisand is. Yeah, I mean. Which that's... is terrifying to me. Like, it's a fucking Barbara, and, and, I'm saying that knowing full well that I'm reinforcing your point in that I'm a person of a certain age now. I'm, I can qualify that in a certain way, but like I'm a person who grew up when Barbara Streisand was like someone who was culturally extremely relevant. Like even through when she was on Rosie O'Donnell and had to, they had to reinvent Rosie's set because Barbara would only be photographed from a certain side. I guess her left because the chairs used to be on the other side yes. and Barbara would not do that. So then Rosie's like, I need Barbara on this show. I will do what I have to do. And that's something that was like a, a weirdly seminal moment for me. Like I was like, oh, celebrities can be fucking crazy. And that, yeah. that was one of the times, one of my primary like crazy celebrity moments is Barbara Streisand insisting that a set be redesigned in order to be on a show. Did you know that she has a mall underneath her house? 
Yes, I did. I don't know where I heard that, but I've heard that. No such thing as a fish, almost definitely. Oh, yeah, 100% is where it was. Yeah. You said it's 100% where it was. And that's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, no, she it's, just goes in. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking fantastic. crazy. No, I love it. But, I, 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 I love it, but like, Barbara Streisand is, can't be making as much money as she used to be. Like, is, how is she going to keep paying the people working at her mall hot topic? Does she have a... Did you, question. Do you think Barbara Streisand has in her mall, in her private mall, does she have those stores that are in every mall that you don't go in? Do you think she has yes. a couple token stores that she just doesn't go in, but pays for people to work in them? Like, does Barbara Streisand have a fries and a Hot Topic? All right, first off, you're not... See, you're thinking like a human and not like an econ. Well, I think that Because I am Streisand, a human. I think that Barbara Streisand has at least an econ working for her and realizes oh, that yeah. you don't want to have... All right, if you have your, your Hot Topic and your Wetzel's Pretzels and all of the stuff that's typically in your mall... Or you Auntie Anne's. Wanna, it could be an Auntie Anne's. Or Auntie Anne's. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, no, I'm assuming that what you do is you, if you have a mall, like underground mall, on one side of the mall, you have the Auntie Anne's. On the other side, you have the Wetzel's Pretzels. Oh, uh, that's true. That makes sense. That makes sense. You need yeah. your little you need your kiosk handy no matter what. What I would assume is that all the stores are connected behind, like when the st- like, people say, like, "Oh, it's in the back." Like the back oh, like Disney World. Yeah, it's all connected. Oh, for sure. So they just step out and they walk into the other store as they just and they just follow Barbara around. So they have like maybe three people. I know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. No, you think? I think. I think Barbara has a small mall. Okay. A small mall, a single floor, relatively reasonably sized mall, without a Macy's or anything. Like no, no, those two store department stores. Two go to Macy's. I just mean she has no department stores that take up two yeah, floors. I yeah. think she has one floor of mall. Yeah. That has like the, the most of the stores she likes. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, the economics of this, the, the economics of Barbara Streisand's private underground mall, boggle my mind. But like, I, I just, I mostly feel she definitely has more than three people. Because you need more than one person in each store. Like you need some stores need multiple people manning at a time. So you need at least a dozen people, I think. Yeah, it's a good point. She has like the gaps. And and the issue and like, and do you welcoming you in? Do you think yeah. like do, they must have and they clearly have a room? Do you think she calls ahead, or does everyone report to like, do her dozen mall staffers report to the mall every day, in case Barbara gets in the elevator, to go to the mall? And then they report to their in first positions. Yeah. Like, like, is it like it's Truman Show? Is what it is. Like, yeah. do, do they go in every day, or do they? Does Barbara like? Oh, this is my shot. Like, Barbara has so uh, abstracted from it that she has a person who knows she's going to the mall today and brings the people in to work that one day. And what about the? I, I think. What about I the merchandise? Might, oh, there's so a, many questions. A, I know, I know. They might I think they might have a schedule, and it might be like one of those things where she's like, "I want to go to the mall today." It's like, no, no, Barbara. I don't think you want to go to the mall today. I think we should go. Today's to Today's a Wednesday. Wednesdays are bad for malls. Yeah, Wednesdays. It's going to be packed. Like, it's be yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You're not going to. Oh wait, does she have people? But do you think she has like paid mall walkers who ignore her? Oh. Damn. So she just feels like a normal person walking a mall? Or do you think it's empty so she's like, I won't be disturbed? I think I just found my dream job. To be Barbara Streisand's mall walker? Mall walker by day, writer by night? Yeah, fuck yeah. I could do that. <sighs> I, I, when I heard this on Nose's thing as a fish, I had so many questions then too. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we this is uh, this is an entire tangent I could do it and we could do the entire podcast. But this about. but this no, this tangent is the underlying uh like this this is now like this is the current in the river that led me to the next like actual like question but okay. it has nothing to do with the first question this is fucking this episode's fucked but 
Uh, Fucked or <laughs> improved ex- immense, immensely because of this. We'll see. <laughs> uh, the question I've had for you for a while that I really wanted to talk to you about that I was actually going to – this episode probably would have been this episode anyway. Yep. Was is there a necessary amount of pop culture knowledge that you need to exist? You and I are obsessed with talking about tribes it seems. Or at least I'm obsessed with talking about tribes and you're forced to talk to me about it because I just keep – No, no. I'm, I'm into tribes and that's also yeah. – I, I heard about tribes before you. Yeah. Like, I knew tribes before. Tribalism's a thing. Humans yeah. have been doing it for a while. Well, it's, it's, it's Scarborough News talked about it a bunch, and, like, okay. it's a thing. And okay. it's, a, it's a thing from when tribes exist. I think video game tribes. Like, <laughs> remember <laughs> that game? Like, when that game came out, Ew. Yes. I was, like, in, two, in the early 2000s, there was a game called Tribes. And, and they talked about a lot in Penny Arcade. And, like, and, and that's when I started really, like, being interested in things like actual non- the incidental tribes, I guess we could call them, like not non-deliberate tribes. Like you're not trying to join this group; you just happen to be in this group. Then you've now given me a sub question to that, which is primary question: Is there a such thing as a necessary amount of pop culture knowledge? No, objectively, no. Then sub question: Is there a way? <laughs> like how I say objectively, like this proves I'm correct because I said objectively before I said no. Objectively, no. Uh, <laughs> Subjectively, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I know, I know. There's, uh, it depends. Uh, it depends. We define getting like functioning in life. Like, yeah, we'll go, well, <laughs> it's all about defining that. all the parameters of the question. I'm gonna get that. Okay, I'm gonna get that. The the second the the, the sub question was: Is there a possible way? Like, if someone was programmed, like 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 CIA style, like born identity. Sure, yeah, yeah. They this yeah the the shadow organization of uh, uh, the Manchurian <laughs> Candidate. I was going to say the Jews that run the media. The Jews that run the media kidnap. Oh, I'm assuming Barbara Streisand is part of the Jews that run the media. Oh, right? for sure. I mean, well, maybe she, she might be. A, she might be like the past president at this point. Like yeah. she's still around as a figurehead, but she's not really running the day-to-day operations of the Jews. So it's like Martin Starr and uh, and I think Barbara Martin Starr is still only vice president level. I'm trying to think of the current president of Jews. Maybe <laughs> Larry, maybe Larry David. I really hope it's not someone's first episode because they're going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? Can, uh, can I say I'm marrying a Jew as a pass? Is that okay? Is that better no, than is it better than no. I have a friend who's black? You got a friend who's black, my friend. That is what you are doing. It's, come on, marrying is better. Marrying is worth was, more. I'm surprised that neither one of us have pointed out that John Stewart has stepped down from being one of the Jews that ran Oh, John Stewart. No, but that's a th- hmm. Yeah. John Stewart is definitely not the guy right in the media, for sure. For sure. Are are you saying are you saying that it's like the UN Security Cabinet of where it's like you once you're in you're in for life and no one can vote you out? Well, no, it's just that John 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 Stewart's role was more of a uh, jester. No, like C C I O, like Chief Information Officer. Like he's not he's not the president. He's not the CEO. He's not the guy running everything. He has an executive role. We can't hold on. We can't do. A whole episode about the Jews that run the media. You were aware of that, right? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm, you're aware, I'm, you're aware but you asked me a specific question about John Stewart. I'm going to answer it. We can move on after this. I'm going to answer this question. So I think John Stewart is like a, an executive, but not the chief executive officer. I think he's he's not the Steve Jobs of the Jews that run the media. Who's dead now? He's not the Tim Cook of the Jews that run the media. But like, I, I don't know who is. I can't think of who is offhand. I can't really. Yeah, it's not Larry yeah. David. There's no way it's Larry David. That makes no sense. No. no. Nor is a Woody Allen. Anyway, it's a whole other thing. We could do this all day. 
But no, like, we, we, we could. We're not going to. On the but we record, could. for rec- the recording, we absolutely will not be talking about this anymore. Because no. I think we've, we, we've topped out. <laughs> we, have, we have, we have, we have. We have, we're so, good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, all right. So you said that there's no, there is no amount of necessary pop culture knowledge. And I well, disagree it's, it's, Because I'm, my definition of functioning society or whatever you said might be different than yours. I'm just saying that if you okay, let's say you're put into a room with five people and you have to build a Lego uh, castle or something. Like, give a task, like a like a somewhat creative, somewhat uh, engineering style task that you have to do with a bunch of people. I think that if all of you have seen the same same TV shows and all of you basically have the same pop culture knowledge, you'll get along a lot better and your task will go a lot smoother. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's 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 something that that. From dating somebody that is not from my culture, the, the the gaps are fucking huge. When you don't have the same, like, like that's why I had to ask the sub-question. Well, of, like, Michelle and I, she's just old enough that she has an entirely different, like, I'm post-saved by the bell, at least based on my cable and television opportunities as a young Canadian. I'm post-saved by the bell and she's not. Uh, and so there's, there's lots of stuff that she got from being in a more English area of Montreal than I got. And so we occasionally run into these things and we get along fine. But we have plenty of touchstones. So it's not like it's the end of the world, but like, she still will be like, you're a fucking moron. I mean, she won't be that harsh. I'm exaggerating, but she's be like, she'll be occasionally like, you know this. And I'm like, no, I don't. I had this other cable package that I had, I had a Vitatron, you had CF cable. You had much music and I did not. Like, you had more English language content than I did, and you saw more old TV shows than I did because it was on TV for you and it wasn't for me. And, like, it, we, we are just, like, she's a little older than me, but she's not, she's two and a half years older than me. It's not the end, like, it's, we're, we're the same, like, I, but I'm 1980, right? Like, yeah. 1980 is the millennial line. I'm straddling the millennial yeah, line and yeah. she's, she is before millennial line and I am on it and you're after it. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm trying to think. And, of and that line is clearly fluid, and we all know that. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a benchmark, I'm on it, and she's before it, and you're after it. So it's it's weird in that way. Like, there's there's definitely things that I'm on the cusp of and just missed. That that comes up regular, not regularly, but semi regularly in our relationship, and not in a like I'm not saying it's breaking us up or anything, but like it's something that comes up, and she's like, ah, what are you talking about? It's a point of contention. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. That's that's why I figured I'd ask because I I it, it's something that very much interests me because when I was back in college, uh, my world resources professor, um, very very old uh, German guy from Argentina. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> what kind of accent did he have? He was German. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you're war criminal. Yeah, I, 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 he's almost certainly passed on by now. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's many years later, and I feel bad. But come on, that's that's a great again. Yeah, yeah, that's a stereotype. It's a stereotype, and it's a great reference. Like it's like that's that's a good like. I it's really weird. Like when I interact with people, if they can't have a sense of humor about themselves, and I can't have a sense of humor about myself, and we can't connect based on shared like <laughs> shared self deprecation. Well, yeah, no, yeah, shared self-deprecation, but also like if if I like if I had been like you know finger guns like boys from Brazil like ah you know with him and then he would say like whatever I'm I'm currently going what are you talking about 
it, it's it's a long story. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's it, 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 a long story. It's about uh, two hours long, in fact, because it's a movie. So what uh, movie? Boys from Brazil. What the fuck is? I never I've never even heard of this movie. Okay, sorry, sorry. I apologize. It is a, well because it's a Gregory. It's a Gregory. I know it because it's a Gregory Peck, uh, Lawrence Olivier movie. Oh, it's a really old movie. Oh, seventies, seventies. Okay, it's not no, that old. It's not that old. Seventy-eight. Well, when you say Lawrence Olivier Gregory Peck, I assume sixties. But no, seventy-eight yeah. is not that. It's a late. It's a late Olivier Peck movie. Yeah, sure, but I have to know. But it I, still, I haven't seen it. I have not heard of it even. Okay, the reason I know it is because it's the guy who did Planet of the Apes and Patton. And then he did that. So I've, n- I've it, never seen a Planet of the Apes movie. Any of them. Fucking Jesus. Not even the new ones. I want to see the new ones. I'm going to see the new ones. But I've never, I've never seen an old one. I've never seen Patton. You would love the original. You would love the I original. I don't know that I would. I think you would. I think if you watched it in the way that I imagined you would watch it, you would. I would try. I know. I, I understand I'd have to contextualize it. But, like, I've, I don't know that I no, would watch it's it. Not, it's not nearly. People assume the movie's very goofy. It's absolutely not. I don't it's, think it's goofy. I think it's just got super, super, super cheap special effects. And I grew up in Doctor Who. But, like, I can. I can't, like, watch those old Doctor Who movies. I still have to, uh, movies. Those old Doctor Who shows, I have to contextualize them. I have to what, be like... What special effects are you talking about? It's fucking people in ape suits. That's a special effect that looks right. that looks objective like humans in poorly fitted ape masks. That... No, 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 no. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. It, okay, the, 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 the literally... Okay, I'm going to say this. The only scene I've seen of, like, old, of the old school Planet of the Apes is from Spaceballs. So yeah, I assume okay. their mouths moved that poorly as the apes in ape no. planet in Spaceballs. Is no, that no. not true? No. no, it's not true. Oh, really? No. Oh, you've just changed my life. Dude, w- watch the original Planet of the Apes. It's the best courtroom drama you'll ever watch. Oh, I love 12 Angry Men. Well, all right. Yeah, no, 12 Angry Men is the best courtroom. <laughs> well, it, could you say 12 Angry Men is the best courtroom drama? It's not really a courtroom drama. It's a courtroom adjacent drama. Sure, but like it's uh, – I'm sure it's on AFI's list of – actually, they have courtroom dramas, which is one of their categories in their best movies ever. Yeah, that's fair. Which I meant to watch. As a, which I, One day I'll watch all of their top whatevers. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like if you if – you But it's because I love the men, history of things. It, yes, but if you know 12 Angry Men, that could really help you – Throughout life, certainly will yes, not absolutely. Help you if you're on a jury, if don't do not reference Twelve Angry Men if you're on a jury. Twelve Angry Men is the is the number two AFI top courtroom drama. Okay, there you go. Plot of the Apes is not on the list. No, it wouldn't be. I'm To Kill I'm, a Mockingbird is number one. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's actually Plot of the Apes is not in the top science fiction either. That's fucked up. No, it's looking at this list. It's fair. All right. I, I can, I'll, you can look at those through yourself. It's on Wikipedia, okay. but like it's, yeah, it's it definitely there's nothing I would bump off of this. Like the ones that I have, like the day the Earth still needs to be there, Body Snatcher needs to be there, and the rest are clearly need to be there. Like there's I'm, like those are the only two that are like iffy, but like Day of the Earth still is a classic like original sci-fi movie kind of thing, and it's fucking it's, and Body Snatchers too. They're both from the fifties. They need to be there. They need to be there. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry, I'm I'm getting distracted. <laughs> What I'm saying is that if you're hanging out with people that are our age or younger and you don't know how to ref- you, you don't know enough about Game of Thrones to reference it, I've, you, might, I, you might have a bad time. I don't think I've ever talked about Game of Thrones with anyone I know in no, real no, life. No, 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 no. It's not about talking about Game of Thrones. It's about knowing about this. That's what I'm saying. Oh, aware of its existence? You're aware of it. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. You mean these people who are not aware of social of, – of- Pop culture are just not even not even not seen it. Don't know that it exists. 
don't know it exists or if they know it exists they don't know what it's about enough to reference it like i'm really like like pop culture is the glue that holds us yeah together. like i can it's reference in the ky jelly that i can allows us to, to deal with i can reference total recall a little bit yeah that's what i I'm haven't saying. seen it but i can reference it a little bit and i could do that for a lot of movies before i saw them like i could do godfather and stuff before i saw it yeah but, but the reason the reason why is because those things are very important to certain people, and more importantly, because there are times where you need to call upon metaphors, and most of us aren't clever enough in the moment to come up with anything better with than that guy's a real Joffrey. Or well, that's why know, we got other people to come up with metaphors for us. Yeah, but if you're not aware of those shared metaphors, like that's like pop culture. That that honestly, it, I could it, not say to anyone I know he's a real Joffrey. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. You're saying you couldn't get away with it? As, like, people would be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Or, or the, just, like, the, you, they the, wouldn't understand it. The vast majority of people I know are not anywhere near as dialed in social media, to pop culture as I am. Not even close. Wow. What the fuck do they do with themselves? They have jobs and lives beyond it. Like, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I understand. Some of them have children now. Like, it's like, I'm old enough that, like, people are like... There's, there's people, like, I know people who have watched Game of Thrones. Yes. Like, I'm not saying I don't know people watching Game of Thrones and could understand my reference. But, like, it's not anywhere near the majority. Like, I don't have people who are into catching up. Like, they're not into fantasy. Like, they have, like, they're not into that kind of shit. Like, so I don't, I don't, like, we all have very disparate tastes. Like, Michelle's friends. Yeah. Most of Michelle's good friends, who I've become friends with, have entirely, like, almost diametrically opposed tastes to me. Like, they'll watch TLC, they'll watch E, beyond TMZ, they'll, they'll like, uh, Brad, who you've met, you've met Brad, yeah. um, Brad loves the real housewives of whatever, and the Kardashians, and all this garbage, and I will call it garbage to his face, because I'm right, but like, we get along okay, we, we find other touchstones to deal with, like, we talk about life, and we just chat about the day, and like, we talk about other stuff, other than horrible reality television that he loves so much and admittedly, and admittedly we both have watched friends growing up so there's that and michelle right. hasn't so we bond over watching friends and michelle not watching friends so you're saying she's correct is what you're saying <laughs> and history will prove michelle correct for not watching friends i've already proved michelle correct for not watching friends because it's objectively the correct thing to do it's not it's not it's not a bad thing to have watched but friends it's a bad thing to think friends is the pinnacle of sitcomness but even but even even the fact that you and I are both aware of friends, like whether or not I hate friends doesn't really matter. Well, because... that's, why, that's why I wasn't clear what I was saying. The awareness is a different story from actually watching. Like if you're not yeah. aware of like if you literally grew up in a like I used to know someone, God, I mean, God. she was young, but like thought it was confused by the scroll of credits at the end of TV shows, like <gasps> where does it go? And this was Holy like when I was shit. no no this was like when I was like five or six and this is a where it's not completely unreasonable to have that thought, but like a little unreasonable to have that thought, like to understand that it's a TV show and it's a projected screen and understand the concept of a screen, like at, at five or six even in the eighties, you should understand the concept of a screen. Yeah, no, that's why I was saying, holy shit, I fully, I'm fully aware as a five or six year old. At five or six, I was well, well versed. Five or six, you were, you were at 90 at that point. Like, you were, you were in the 90s, I was in 85, 86. But like, even then, like, we were well past color TVs coming into the world. Like, it's not like, yeah. 
That that's it's weird. That's a sheltered life. And but she has got along okay in life. Like she's married, she's got she's have kids, but she's want kids, so it's fine. But like we go okay, and her prime like we were friends growing up because our parents are friends. But like we had no we had no pop culture touchstones to touch on. Like she in her spare time practiced violin, and I played Sierra Adventure games. Like. She did not watch TV. So what the fuck are you talking about? I don't remember. I was five and six, but we got along fine. We found, we, you will, I, I think you will find things to talk about ultimately. If you're not an asshole, which is independent of, uh, your pop culture knowledge, I, I firmly believe. Yes. If you're not an asshole, you will ultimately gravitate towards in small talk of like, oh, I don't know what that is, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, you'll find something to talk about. If you're just a kind whatever person who just talks about what's going on in your life, you'll ultimately narrow down the whatever. I mean, we have like you and I have a very broad avenue of things we can talk about. Yeah, I but don't like, think you and I will ever run a thing. E- even if we find someone, you'll find that narrow back alley to talk about if you need to. Like, you will find that place. And I think that will happen no matter what, if you are not an asshole. But I think that what I'm saying is that takes that's an extra level of work. Yeah, but if you're stuck together, you'll figure it out. Like if you're stuck well, together for eight hours doing shitty dead entry stuff, and all the only you can't listen to the radio and you can't fart around on Twitter and you can only talk to the person next to you, you'll figure out shit to talk about. Yeah, but you but that really it might be po- it might be politics. It might be like it might be other things. Like it might be non pop culture related. But like you will find, like, if you're on the assembly line, if you're on something, if you're in a situation where you're stuck with someone with no other distractions, whatever the circumstances around you, you will find stuff to talk about if you're not assholes. It, I would almost like to visit this reality that you're talking about where there's no other distractions because I don't think that, 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 that is the, that is the thing. Well, and then yeah. you don't care because you have distractions. You don't need to talk to each other. You just do your job and you're fine. Yeah, but that's like that. That also fucking bugs me because it's like now it's like talking about like the sad internet versus the happy internet or the normal internet. Like now it's like talking about like we have these people over here that are like hyper dialed in or like like there's this constant pressure to be dialed in to know what's going on. Or there's these people over here. It's like, well, you don't know what the fuck Game of Thrones is, so I'd rather play with my phone and talk to you. That's because you. you. Th- the people doing that are assholes. You and think it, so? Yes, I do think so. If you if you're like, oh, I can't talk to you about the most shallow fucking thing possible, which is the TV show I just watched, and you will write someone off because of that, you're an asshole. Well, I, I think okay. Then I guess the question is to go back to our original topic. Do you think that people are rational? In saying that they want to deal with what they want to deal with all the time, they never want to deal with anything else. Like, for example, like if you say, like, I really like comics. I'm a big comics person. Yes. I don't want to talk about comics. And someone comes along and says, like, hey, I don't want to talk about comics. Is it a rational thing to say, like, in the moment, like, well, I don't want to talk to you or I don't uh, – you're not somebody I want to associate with. Because what, are you, you like what are the circumstances? What are the circumstances? Is this just a random person you're at a party with or is this someone you have to work with day to day, day in and day out? Let's say it's someone uh, that you ride the bus with all the time. Oh, I don't have to talk to anyone on the bus. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to talk to that person, so you just don't. I'm not saying it's a, it's a matter but, of like, being that, an but asshole. But that's not because saying, like, like I won't even start the conversation on the bus. But here, but here's what I'm saying is just that if someone like that to that CIA question of like, let's say someone programmed the CIA like programmed someone to like, I don't know, become your friend. I don't know why they would, but whatever. It's like they could be like they could put them in the right kind of T-shirt 
the like the right kind of like haircut like they could do everything to basically be like hey this person likes the same thing you do and if that person walks over to you and says like hey ryan or hey stranger um i really like um halt and catch fire this is a whole other thing in quebec this is the issue okay i live in a place where half the people speak a different language than me yeah more than half and I speak French. I'm like, I'm not comfortable speaking French, but I speak French. But like, I won't, we don't start random conversations with people unless you hear them talking to other people to know that they're the same, or have some sort of like, I mean, I'm saying we, I'm saying I don't initiate a conversation beyond like a smile or a shared chuckle, uh, unless I see that they are Anglophone. Like, if I see them reading an Eng- a book, it's in English, or I see them talking to people in English, then I might. If we share experience on the bus together, talk about that experience we share on the bus. But I'm not going to just talk to someone. Like, even if I'm like, it's been a long time since I had to commute to work. Mm-hmm. But like, even if I was at the bus stop with the same person every day, I don't know that I would start a conversation. And that's shitty. And I think that's shitty. Uh, and I wish that the society I lived in wasn't like that. But that's not what people do here. And I don't think that's what people do in most big cities. It might be what people do in small towns and more rural areas. But like in a large city, and every large city I know, that's not something that happens with regularity. You are generally not talking to other random people unless you are forced to. And I, yeah. I, I know that's true of New York. I'm, not, I'm pos- 100% yeah, sure no, that's yeah, New York. Yeah, like, yeah. I, and like, I don't know for sure that's true of like even slightly more suburban Jersey. But like... In Montreal, no one, and I don't know if that's, I don't think it's entirely because of the language barrier, but like the language barrier is an extra step that is a problem for me at least. That I won't like, oh, someone, I might smile to someone, I smile to everyone, like I smile to lots of people in a given day because I think it's a nice thing to do because like, oh, you're a human, I'm a human, let's like acknowledge that we're humans together. And that's all I'll do, but like I'll smile to someone. But beyond that, I'm not going to talk to people. Like I talk to people that I'm stuck with them and have to talk to them and have nothing else to do. And if I was, that, I would not be an asshole. I would find something to talk about. Even if it's fucking sports, I'd find some way to talk about sports. And I have very limited sports knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is all kind of brings me back to, like, to put a cap on this. It all brings me back to trying to figure out, like, what makes us us. You know, why, what determines what we're going to think about or what we're going to freak out about when we're laying in bed at night. What is the thing that makes us go towards taking the pill that makes you forget versus taking the anesthesia that makes you stay awake for eight hours. What allows you to like smoothly get into a conversation with someone and be like, Hey, I like what you do. And you know, you like what I like and, and we're cool versus being the kind of person that's like, I don't know fucking shit about what you like, but I'm interested. And maybe that's better than, than knowing what you're talking about. Because sometimes, if you really think about it, like, would you rather talk about? Would you rather talk to another comics fan that really likes all the same stuff you like and has read everything that you've read? Because the whole conversation could be like, "Hey, have you read that that comic?" Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would absolutely rather talk to someone interested in what I'm talking about, wanting to learn, than to just be bouncing the same idea off of someone else. Yeah, exactly. So it's really what we want. And what we think we want and what we remember, all of this kind of comes together to make something that's like not really optimal. Like if No, we, it's not. Yeah. If we try to design a social experience, like it's really not what we want. It's not the right kind of ham, as no, I've put it before. It's not the right kind of ham. No. 
That's a very it's a very odd thing to me. I don't have I don't have an ending for this podcast. I don't either. Uh, but we had a conversation. Yeah, we, we sort of reached the end of the conversation. We have, yeah. In a way, I don't know. I guess we'll have to come back to this. We'll table this later. Yeah, well, but, we always come back to shit. It comes uh, yeah. anything worth coming back to comes back via tangents and other things that come up. Like it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, but yeah, well, I, I I just think basically if you're stuck and have to talk to someone, you will find something to talk about because we're adaptable human beings. And if you I, can't I, do that, and you can't like, even if someone's talking about sports, like if you can't do that, one of the two of you is an asshole. I think the Object- like I think that's for sure the case. If you can't find something to talk about, where you're both happy to keep talking, either you either one of you has some sort of disorder, social disorder, social disorder or one of you's an asshole. I but I I and, and it's okay to be one of the, it's okay to be one of those things. It's not okay to be both of those things. But like you have to be okay with someone having a social disorder. But like it's worth trying and, if, and it's okay if you're if you have a social disorder it's okay to tell someone like I, look i really don't want to talk and if you're not an asshole you'd be okay with that like it's okay but i think your premise is flawed that's possible you're, you're i often do that. that you're supposing that we're stuck in a situation where we have to talk to somebody well, that's and... what you brought up that's the whole thing you brought no, up no, no, is no, that no, like no. Yeah, but uh, I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, you're right. You're you're considering my Lego thing of like you're stuck in a room building a Lego castle. Yeah, like, like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna figure it out. But I, I think for the most part, like going to a party or waiting at a bus stop or whatever it is, I think that at a party or a bus stop, it's totally okay to be like, nope, I don't need to, I don't need to put the time in to interact with you. It's okay. You're a person. I'm a person. We'll move on to talk to other people. That's yeah, fine. I think that's totally oh, fine. I, I think that more often than not, a lot of people are clacking on their phones or. You at know, a shitty like, party, sure. Yeah, no, I mean... At a good party, you're talking. At yeah, a shitty no, party, you're on your phones. Yeah, how often do you go to good parties versus shitty parties? I mean, Me? The, Honestly? Good parties yeah. most of the time. No, I know, I know. You're, you're a party animal. But, I'm not a party animal, but, like, I have a, I've, I've amassed a group of friends that you're would rather talk to Spuds each other. McKenzie, my friend. Pardon? <laughs> I said you're a regular Spuds McKenzie, my friend. <laughs> I'm only vaguely aware of the reference. But, like, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I've... I've <laughs> I've cur- I've curated a group of friends that I'm happy to actually talk to most of the time. I'm not saying I'll never put my phone out, but the majority of the time I'm talking to the people and we're having fun, we're doing having a good time. Like it's like why would you spend time with people you're on your phone with the whole time? I can be on my phone when I'm alone. If I'm gonna go out and see someone, I'm gonna go see someone I want to talk to. Like I'm not gonna just I, like I'm not gonna just go out and just because I want to be out. I want to be out because I want to interact with other humans. So I'm not gonna go out with someone. I'm not gonna be. I'm going to talk to. I'm not going to go talk. I'm not going to go with someone. I'm going to be on my phone with the whole time. Like, like I hang with Kelly when he was in Montreal. Like we hang out and drink for hours and talk. Like yeah. I could talk to Kelly on Twitter all day, but like, that's not what I wanted. I wanted to talk to a friend in person. Like we talk on I am, which is a different kind of thing. Like it's a more conversational thing, but I would much rather see you in person. Like, are you kidding? Like if I'm, and if I'm like, there's people I I'm friends with on Twitter that I don't necessarily want to see in person. Because we, like, it just doesn't work. But, like, I, I, I will still be a nice guy and hang out and have a good time with them because I'm a, not an asshole. We'll find something to talk about and we'll be cool and we'll talk. It'll be fine. Like, it's not the, like, talking to someone's not the end of the fucking world if you find what you're going to talk about. Anyway, I, I don't have, that, a, so- I, I don't have a social disorder, though. Like, I'm, I, that's, yeah. again, my privilege of being a well-adjusted white male with a job and a, wife essentially no no but that's that's a lot of that's a lot of remembering self or like 
you're you're not in that moment like you're you're looking at that like you're you're capable of looking at a moment or being in a moment and looking at it as you know let's make the best of this yeah because, like, um, i'm not even good at small you know, talk but i'll push it from small talk to long talk for lack of a better word yeah. as soon as possible yeah and i'll often put my foot in my mouth but we'll have a fun time getting there yeah, because you you ultimately want everyone to have a good memory yeah. of what's happening, or, or at least experience. a memory. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's <laughs> I'm saying like it's it's something opposed to like being like I think a lot of people are are in the moment and they're the experiencing self of where they're like, nah, fuck that. I don't care about like the future. I don't care about any possible relationships I might have. I want to play with my phone because fucking this is no, the most entertaining. It's, it's like not. sort of like being a hedonist. But, but like, if you, you think you that's want... the most entertaining thing, I'm I'm sorry. I feel sorry for you. Like the phone, no phone is more interesting than a, than a real conversation with a human being in person. That the phone is never more interesting than that. If you can get to that point, which is not small talk. Small talk's garbage and sucks. But like, if you can get past the small talk, which is not hard to do, really, it's not that hard to do. At least in my experience. Hey man, what keeps you awake at night? From a from a fairly co- start of a conversation. From a fairly cosmopolitan city full of people with like minds. It's not difficult to get from small talk, but like, if, if I thought you get a small talk, like, finish your small talk, move on, defines, like, there's gonna be someone, not every, like, there are plenty of vapid, boring people. Yeah. But like, or people that are difficult to get to the core of that you can find that heart to heart conversation. There's people that are like that. But if you're at a party with more than 10 people, you can find someone to talk to. For sure. Like if if you but it's it's a matter it, it is some time and effort, and sometimes that sucks. And if you had a social disorder, I can understand why that sucks a lot. But like you can there's if you're at a party with a, a dozen people, you're gonna find someone to talk to that will share something that you can talk about at length with and have a good time with. I'm confident of that with the vast majority of the population. That is true. If you put a little effort in, like you got it, like it's. I understand, like these fucking. You're like, turning this into a more you know commercial. Like there's all these fucking introvert at articles going around, and being, and I'm primarily introvert, and I, I think, like I'm an introvert on the cusp of extrovert. I acknowledge that. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm not on the spectrum at all. Like I'm not anywhere autistic Asperger's at all. Like at all. But like. I, I, which is fuck it. I can't say this because I'm not that kind of person. I don't know how difficult it actually is to like e- engage in small talk to get to the point where you can find long talk. Like it might be so difficult you can't do it, and I feel shitty saying that it's easy because it's easy for me. And I'm a yeah. I don't have the data right now. I'm a person of privilege. Yeah. And I'm so I, I feel shitty saying that. And this is what we talked about last episode. Like I feel shitty saying like it's just easy. Just do it. But like, if you're someone with anxiety issues, if you're someone with uh, with just social disorder, social social issues, like it's you're not a bad person. You just need to find like, it, but it's hard for you to find your people. I understand that. Yeah. And so I feel shitty saying what I just said, but I said it. <laughs> and like, don't give up, guys, because you'll find those people, and those people are there. Oh, those people no. are there. Oh no! You just you just ended with the like buck up there. I, I know, but like I'm just saying, like, I, I, it sucks, and I like I just, I'm saying this like I and everyone listening to this knows who I am and knows I'm not like, but like it's 
and I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying oh, that is that is twice twice this podcast you've you've had the appeal to <laughs> the appeal the appeal to Ryanness. I'm dating a Jewish girl. <laughs> you know who I am. Boo this man. <laughs> this is why I'm the Roderick of us. Ah, uh, see now, no, now you're going to references that no one knows. So that's okay. I, that's their that. that's that's their loss for not knowing Roderick Lion. Anyway, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, bar, I'm saying barring is- disorders. Which are legitimate things, and uh, I would love to help you with them as much as I can and be kind and talk to you as much as you want to or not want to, and I'm fine with that. But, like, if you're a person without disorders, you can find someone to talk to about stuff beyond the weather and the local sports team with a little effort. Yeah, you can talk about the the latest uh, controversy on Twitter. And Don't, though. Don't. What you do. I don't... I can't. I know. I know one other person on Twitter, no, Michelle. Yeah. Michelle's the only other person on Twitter I no, know in real I'm life. Saying, I'm saying in general. I'm saying in general. People tend to go for whatever the low hanging fruit is. It is, but like that's... the the thing is, you go for the low hanging fruit to get to the real fruit. Like you find, like you you feel out what direction you're going to get to the real conversation. The goal is the real conversation. Small talk is a tool to get... I don't know, get... man. I feel like a lot of people get in that situation, and the goal is, how the fuck do I get out of this and get back home so I can watch Netflix in my pajamas? You should... Small talk is triage. All right. Like, you, you do small talk to find out who you want to talk more to with. If it's just they can't do anything, then fuck them. They're gone. They're not worth your time. You Like, it's it's triage to find the people to talk to, and, like, it might take a few parties, and it sucks. Hey. And it sucks. It sucks. I, 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 I know. I've I sat in the corner at many parties drinking myself to the point where I could talk to people. We got we got to wrap this up. Yeah, we do. Uh, Sorry. I, I, I did it again. This. I did it again. I, I will end with this. I was at a party. Yeah. And I I engaged in small talk to get to, as you say, long talk with somebody. Admittedly, my parties are all people I know at this point. There's no new people at any parties I'm at. This is, it was, this is a new person. Yeah. And after we left, Sophia turned to me and she goes, why are we talking to that guy? I said, well, because I don't know. He seemed, he was around. He was sitting next to me. I decided to talk to him because, you know, that's what you do. You make small talk, you get into long talk. Yeah. Try to make it a good experience for everybody, right? Yeah. She goes, that guy is a massive racist. I actually think he's in the KKK. <laughs> and and I was just like, oh, But man. you know what? You can have good conversations with people in the KKK. You can. Uh, you can. It might not be worth I've, your time. And you won't be friends with this person. But at a party where you have a, a limited window... You can have a conversation with people that are rabid, dumb Fox News watching Republicans and racists, and it'll be okay if you don't talk about those things. If you do, and they're racist, back up and stop talking to them. Or say, look, you're a fucking racist. I'm going to talk to other people now because fuck those people. Their feelings don't deserve to be spared. Oh, man. Fuck those people. If you talk to someone they call being racist, call them a racist and walk away. There's, if they feel bad, who gives a shit? They're racist. Seventeen-year-old me really could have used to listen to this episode, <laughs> but I'm I'm currently. Adult. I'm in Canada. There's less racists per capita, and, and and you can find me on Twitter at Joey Heflick. And with me, as always, is is Ryan at Gobo on Twitter. I will drag you across this finish line, my friend. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I gotta edit this. Yeah, you do. You do. And lots of this stuff at the end is garbage. And you can and you can find us and you can find us on uh, Twitter together at Internet BFs. We're on Facebook. We're 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 on InternetBoyfriends.net. Mm-hmm. If you really want to follow our podcast releasing, that's where to go. 
There is honestly not much beyond that. But if you really want to know when the podcast comes out without subscribing to iTunes, follow us on Twitter. That's how you do it. Yeah. I mean, you fo- yep. Individually, you can follow us to for actual conversation. But you to follow the podcast feeds, primarily podcast releasing. So you can go do that. And yep. until next time, we love you all. Take care. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> You're a. Thank <laughs> you.